What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's the did the jazz actually do that edition of hitting the high notes jazz talk? It is I, I am here. Uh, the voice you hear is uh, at jazz high notes. It's Hootran. You know me. Um, uh, at jazz high notes on uh, the Twitterverse and uh, at Hootran Superman on Instagram. Um, and I'm here. I'm a he's a jargon of jazz. Um, uh, he, he's <laughs> one of the yes. <laughs> you know he he, he leads them. Um, he has his own tweets. It's jazz jargon. What's up, I'm, uh, what's up, Spencer? Hey guys, how you doing, Let's man? Let's go. How about that win? <laughs> right last night. Uh, this, did the Jazz do that? It was great. Like I was there live. Um, uh, uh, I came back um, uh, at the end. Someone else was shooting the game, so I came back there at the end of the game and watched that last like minute unfold in real time. And just like, okay, so the Jazz <laughs> were up. Then they then they lost it. Then they were then it was over. You know, we had, we had uh, Jordan Clarkson squaring up. Um, uh, you know, flagrant foul. Like, Warriors hey, who? Four with like, oh, hey, what's up? There, there he is, and I'm uh, joining us. Go the distance, 49, Jared Barker. Uh, Jared, we are just talking about last night's crazy when I'm describing it. Like, the Jazz were like down by like four with, I don't know, 20 seconds left, uh, 15 yep. seconds left. Um, uh, they, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker goes for the easy layup. The Warriors give it to him, decides that, you know, like they pass it out for Millie Beasley, hits the three. All right, but still, the, the, the Warriors are up by one. There's seven seconds left. Like, we're going to play the free throw game now. The Jazz are out of timeouts. Lo and behold, the Jazz, Nikhil Alexander Walker again, knocked the ball loose from Jordan Poole. And they're off the race with the five seconds left. And it ends with the Simone Fantecchio dunk to win the game. Um, oh, Jazz Dragon. <laughs> uh, were you there last night? Or um, uh, did, you, did you watch that uh, on TV? No, I, I was not. The... Watch on TV. Yeah, I, I I wasn't there either. Okay. Um, and so I gotta I gotta enjoy it watching on TV, doing my yeah. I, I've got three kids, so at, at these these games as they end the fourth quarter, I'm kind of doing my like silent yells in the bedroom, uh, trying <laughs> not right, to gotcha. wake them up. But uh, that that was uh, definitely one of those days, jumping up and down. It was it was a fun time. I, I guess that's good fatherhood. So good, good job being a good father there. <laughs> I mean, way to brag about it. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, really, I mean, a fun win, um, or you know, probably one of the like most fun wins we've seen at Jasper. I mean, ESPN tweeted out. I mean, Olenek got away with a tackle, but okay. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, in, in those situations, it's it's like I, I saw like so I, I you mm. know I, I watched it you know obviously watched it in slow motion like. You know, Nikhil, he slops down. I'm like, I don't think he got the arm because the ball kind of goes down. Mm. Like, all right. Then they kind of both go. And I'm like, all right. So, um, I mean, it's just one of those things that in, in real time, I don't think those calls are, are, are probably made. And so I, I have nothing. I mean, I, I don't I don't like to blame officials for anything. And uh, I thought. Well, I thought, with, yeah. as, with as much as people were crying about the, the Jordan Clarkson situation, you know, nay, <laughs> th- two minutes prior. And then. You know, a similar yeah, situation also, happens on the other end, and and but but lo and behold, no, but the officials are in the right this time. According, you know, j- jazz fans just swing on a pendulum with the right now. And yeah, I mean, again, like I'm, a, you you won't see me crying that Jordan Clarkson got fouled. About my kids, you know, I, I everything seemed was a, officiated perfect. No, but it's it rarely do I ever think that officiating swings a game that you know you there, there are hundreds of plays in a game. If it comes down to a last call, I, I think um, uh, I think um, uh, you know yeah. it's, it's very rarely officiating. But I, I gotta um, admit, the Jordan Clarkson putting up his Dukes is the funniest thing. <laughs> <Square> <laughs> it's up, just baby. incredible. 
so yeah, great. Put your hair up and square up. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, like, right after getting, getting kicked out or getting yeah, fined right. for throwing a, right. a headband right. at a fan. Headband <laughs> and I'm uh, fined for yelling at the referee. So it's been a, it's been a very odd um, uh, uh, situation with uh, Jordan and the referees uh, lately. But, you know, that's really not new to hear. This is the podcast. This is uh, actually this is the this is where who is wrong about everything podcast, uh, hitting the high notes, jazz talk. Um, so we're, we're here with them, a uh, jazz jargon, jazz jargon, who is, uh, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know where you stand. I feel like you're more on the pro tank side. Um, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm the captain of the ship, but I'm definitely in the main, the main, the main cart, the, the main car of the, uh, uh, of this, um, uh, tank train that we're on. I am um, all aboard the tank train. <laughs> well, but you celebrated the win yesterday. Oh, I yeah. did. So that that's the thing. I have these conversations with people frequently. I, I'm having so much fun watching every game this season. But that doesn't mean I still think the franchise is possibly doing something that could set them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. I mean, and Dragon Squatch even said it like, the last couple times. You know, he, he gave us the, the awesome masturbation... Uh, Analogy. So <laughs> that, was, that, that was something. So, yeah, go listen to it. it was something, and um, and like he even tweeted out like um uh, that he's he can he he has a he thinks that the tank is probably right. He's he can be pro tank, but he it's hard for him to cheer for losses. And so I mean, the, a lot of fans are are in that boat. And I, I mean, even last night, like it's it's one win and one win that I think could you know the the Jazz could really use if the, if they're gonna go tank. Um, yeah. But you know, fun fun ones like that don't happen very often. Like a, a four point swing in twenty seconds, like those are you know you, you can have one of those. Like well, games like the... games like tomorrow or the the Wolves game. It's like a win win either way. You you win you lose you lose. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the the Jazz just, the problem for me is the Jazz have like twelve other wins. I'm like oh boy, those wins if those were losses, I could be really okay with that win last night. But totally. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there and then talk about it. So um, we'll, we'll talk about things that I'm wrong about or what I could be wrong about. And um, uh, you guys can kind of um, talk me there because, you know, I call this jazz team, you know, almost from game one or two, I've been calling them the fifth seed for a while. Um, and well, I'm not predicting them to be exactly the fifth seed. Like my, my thinking about it is that the fifth seed um, for the jazz, um, uh, you know, it, there's, not, there's not much difference between like getting the third seed and losing the second round than being the fifth seed and losing the first round. There's just not that much of a difference for me. Um, yeah. I mean, there's and, three games that separate one through eight this year in the West. Yes. Yes. So like, I mean, it's all it's, close. It's, yeah. And uh, so when I do mention on Twitter or even in this, in this episode, I'm a jazz is a fifth seed. I'm not saying exactly fifth seed, but I'm just saying, not past the second round, not past the West Conference Finals, because it just doesn't matter. You know, that doesn't matter. And so, the, you know, which is why I'm still a pro So which, a win like yesterday, again, really fun, and probably one of the, the wins that I would not trade away in the season. But, you know, the win against the Lakers, yeah, I, I don't think the Jazz need that win. The win against the, the Nuggets at the beginning of the year, don't think the Jazz need it. Um, but it, it puts the Jazz right now, I mean, Jazz Dargan has has – a pinned tweet every day about where teams are ending. Uh, do, do you have the updated right now, Jazz Dragon? Yeah, tweet? so the Jazz, is, the Jazz is pick currently sits at 22nd. They've got yeah. the 19th pick from the Royce O'Neal trade, mm-hmm. and then the uh, 13th pick from Minnesota. 
and, and these yourself. fluctuate. I mean, if the reason I've been pinning these and quote tweeting them each is it's kind of interesting. Interesting if you go and look back and see like how much they can change overnight, and that just kind of shows the parity in the NBA right now, which is which is at kind of at an all time high. Uh, one win can drop you from right seventeenth to twenty second as far as picks go. Uh, and one thing maybe, maybe I'll put this in like a little research project is that um, we're still in the first like twenty, the first quarter, the first third of the season, and everybody can you know for some reason out of the woodwork uh, I keep hearing this year is uh, you know the first twenty games you kind of see what your team's at and yada yada. Yeah. I haven't heard that almost any other year except for this year, um, and now we're seeing where, where teams are kind of. Um, uh, kind of like uh falling into um and so do, do we know if the wolves are like i i appreciate people who i appreciate what you're doing and i appreciate people who are staring at these these other picks that the jazz don't have but to me it's just you know it's almost fruitless because i i don't believe that the timberwolves pick is going to be if this lottery is late lottery and you know just because it's late lottery doesn't mean it's great um, uh, even in a loaded draft, I, I don't think late lottery is a superstar talent waiting there. Um, Do you think the Wolves are bouncing back? I think the Wolves. Could, I think the Wolves because to me, the Wolves don't have a don't have a, a a dog in the fight at the end of the season to lose games. What we're yeah. about to see now, and, and uh, why people talk about like the All Star break and twenty games in the season is like teams like the, the Spurs just lost eleven games in a row. Good for them, right? And so they kind of know like they're not. You know, at the beginning of the year, they were fourth or fifth in like the first ten games. Like they had won like six games or something, and they won this huge losing streak. Yeah, the Spurs are not going to be uh, a, a team that's uh, looking for a playoff or a play-in, right? Um, yeah. A team like um, the Magic or the team uh, uh, like th- there's going to be teams that separate themselves right now, and and they're going to be like, okay, cool, that was the first good thirty games, but now we know that we're going to throw games. So t- you know. The Wolves may have lost to the Spurs earlier in the season. If they play the Spurs later in the season, that's almost a guaranteed win because the Spurs have no reason to try to win, and the Wolves have every reason to try to win. So whether they bounce back, I think um, uh, they're going to bounce at least into the, you know, I mean, we may have been a little bullish on them um, uh, uh, saying they were top three team in the beginning of the year, but I still think they're a top six team. So um, that's where that's where I'm at with the, with the Wolves. I mean, what about you, Jazz Dragon? Uh, I think I believe, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, we're sitting at a point in the season where you've got like the Warriors who are 10th in the standings. Mm-hmm. That's not going to continue. The The Clippers yes. are ninth. Like these teams are going to start to come on a little and, and get their stride. I mean, Clippers have had all sorts of things with Kawhi and injuries, but I still don't think they're going to be the ninth seed. Um, and right. so I think you'll start to see the cream rise and, and I think you'll see some of these teams start to fall off. I, I, I have a hard time believing that the Trailblazer, I mean, you've seen them really kind of come back to earth. They were like first seed or second seed mm-hmm. for a while, and then now they're sitting at eighth. But I think teams like the Trailblazers and Kings may start to lose some of these close games and kind of oh, kind of Kings. come back oh, to earth boy. a little. The Kings, Jared, <laughs> he's, he's talking about our Kings here, man. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. No, we had the we we did like a little preseason um uh, pod beam, where we talked about yeah where we <laughs> talked about um uh, who we thought was going to move up, move down, and the Kings was one of my I guess bold calls. I called the Kings a top six team in the West, and I think they I think they you know the trade that they made for Demontis Simonis, yeah. you know if, if their goal is to get in the playoffs, I think that that's a trade that that gets them there. 
Uh, if their goal is to win a championship, yeah. I think trading Halliburton away was the, was the big mistake, which you know is kind of what the Jazz are doing. But um, I mean, Jared, I mean, what, which one of these teams do you think? You know, like do you think the Wolves, the the Warriors, the Clippers? I mean, the Warriors were like your number one or two team, or or no, you had, you had them, you had them lower. Uh, Some of them, yeah. yeah, I'm the Warriors. They they're so confusing because their their bench is just atrocious and losing them games like yeah. crazy. Um, and but but last night would have been like their one of their nicest wins of the seasons if they didn't muff it at the end there, um, without their top guys. So it's. They're a confusing team. Um, it, it feels like they need a move, you know, to get another veteran on that roster because, ugh. definitely. <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, we're, sitting, we, we're, we're sitting a month away from the trade deadline, so like you said, a lot of these things can really start to change. A month uh, away or like quickly. two months away? Is oh, sorry, like two months away. I'm I'm a month uh, ahead. Yeah, it's February. Yeah, like, I, was like, I was like, oh my god, did I travel on time? Like, oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so like you know that that's why this season for me is, has has been really awful. Like even like how fun some of these wins have been, quote unquote fun. You guys didn't see me. I, I'm doing visual visual gags for an audio um uh, platform here. <laughs> but quote unquote um uh, fun and and speaking of audio platform, like the, our our sound today is going to be really awful. <laughs> um, I usually record on a little podcast recorder, but I could not find it, so. Recording on Skype, doing it old school, but it's going to sound a little hollow. So, apologize for that, everybody. Um, but yeah, like uh, the as fun as some of these um, uh, wins have been, just the, the Jazz just seem to be seem to be to be trending into the middle of the pack of the NBA, which is not where you want to be. Um, no, it just it just you know we, we talked about it. Like we, we think we're delaying. Um, uh, I mean, Jazz driving. We we talked about it before. Like, cool. Uh, even having just an okay year, a mediocre year this year, um, uh, you just delay getting yourself, you know, a superstar on this team. Um, especially when there's, you know, there, there's probably a legit four or five at the top of this draft that you can, you can kind of look at right now and go, okay, yeah, these guys can be franchise changers, you know. Maybe not all of them are LeBron James, but, you know, some of them could be Jason Tatum. Some of them, some of them could be John Morant. You know, and that, that's a pretty good place to be. Um, and the Jazz are going to sit here with the 13th pick, the 19th pick, and the 22nd pick. And... You may you may find something okay in that area. You may find you may find something you know fairly good, but you know we're talking about the differences between Jason Tatum and Demontis Sabonis, uh, or Jason mm-hmm. Tatum and Julius Randle, um, and those then you know that that can set you back a little bit. Um, and so Jared, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, you, we'll text each other once in a while about it. I'm like, like, oh hey, look, the Jazz are like you asked me, like, like oh my, hey, the Jazz are starting to lose some game, some games, but. I almost at game five, I turned my brain off to the Jazz because I'm like, all right, cool. They, they've they've already fucked it up. Like it's already it's, this whole season's gone. Because um, I feel like no matter what they do, they're going to end up in that fifth seed range. So, Spurs <sighs> are doing it right, man. The Spurs, yeah, eleven games in a row, man. Eleven games, 11, eleven losses in a row. But so let's again. This is this is why who was wrong. So, um, do you guys do you guys see a path where you know, like being the fifth seed? Or, or somewhere in that area is, is good for this Jazz team this year? I, I don't. I mean, if we could be the fifth seed or, or whatever, I would be really... Or Sorry, the fifth seed in the playoffs. I'm sure that'll be fun. This reminds me, I mean, jazz-wise, I don't know how many people remember back in the day, uh, one of Hayler, Hayward's first seasons, Big Al, Paul Millsap. We, yeah. uh, we went yeah. to the playoffs against <laughs> the Spurs, and everyone was so excited about it. 
And then we got our ass absolutely handed to us by the Spurs. And I'm I'm really terrified of that this year. I, I look at the top ten teams in the in the West that we potentially would be matching up in the playoffs. And I don't know how many of them were I don't know if we're favored against really any of them. I mean, in a lot of ways, because every team has the better player for the most part. And and Lowry's become a great asset and really good player and far exceeded our expectations. But like, are you taking a team with Lowry over a team with Luca? I, I don't know. In the playoffs it becomes so one on one and and I think our our weaknesses really get exposed. So that's that's my concern and why I I don't really think it's worth it to kind of fight the playoff push this year. Yeah. And uh, to, to for the record, I, I agree with you, but uh, this is you know why I'm wrong. Um, Jared, can you tell me why I'm wrong? Why you're wrong? So why why the Jazz should make a playoff push? Yeah, like like like, like um, I guess in, uh, playoff or... revenue, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Brian Smith can get that money. Okay. Take your backwards <laughs> cap off. And come on. <laughs> No. Well, like, like, so, I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Thank you, Matt. But, um, no, like, I'm a, so, uh, again, I'll, I'll play my own devil's advocate here that, you know, this is a young team, right? Yeah. The Jazz got a bunch of... that flat brim Vivenbro cap. Right. The, 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 the Jazz, I'm, uh, weren't supposed to go anywhere. The Jazz were, uh, you know, Vegas thought they were going to win 23-ish games. Uh, they've come out. They really surpassed, uh, you know, because players don't want to lose. Like, I mean, these players do not want to lose. No, no. Um, Absolutely. And neither do coaches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Will Hart is not out there to lose. Uh, even though I kind of wish he was, but um, he's not out there. You know, he's he's out there trying to prove that he belongs. Um, but you know, the Jazz have Laurie Markkinen. The Jazz have uh, Walker Kessler. Those, those two. The Jazz have Jared Vanderbilt. I think those three players have kind of shown Malik Beasley for uh, even Jordan Clarkson. Like the, the Jazz have had players really step up and look better than maybe we gave them credit for preseason, right? Um, even though we thought some of these guys were good, like okay, they, they made uh, you know they, they, they some of them have made some pretty good jobs. Uh, even Colin Sexton um, uh, has has spurts where, like, where you can see it, like, like okay, like Colin Sexton is a good Mike Conley um, uh, is somebody that people thought was washed and gone and done, uh, like the last three years, uh, and shown that he's he's a very important, valuable member to a team. Oh, so, he's a lot. Um, he's looked a lot better than Chris Paul this this year. So that Chris Paul deal is looking <laughs> nasty now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, but yeah, but people were saying that last year about like my colleague, right? Like, oh, yeah, the Jazz absolutely. This is a really bad number. Um, but yeah, so the, can the I Jazz, say? But, I mean, you're you're going for the route of, I mean, get the young guys minutes, right? That that's kind of what you're saying. My problem with no, that I, is, go ahead. sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I I interrupted you. Go ahead. The, the, the young the guys aren't the guys that are getting all the minutes. That's my problem, I guess. If we were uh, winning and we weren't playing all the 30-year-olds, I, I would have way less of a concern than I do. Um, it's not even like that I think the young guys should be getting the minutes. I think it's that the, the Jazz are showing that young guys, like they're, they're, they're mixing up young guys with their veterans and, and playing better. Mm-hmm. And like, like, Honestly, if you told a lot of Jazz fans that the Jazz could be in that fifth seed range coming into the season, they would they would laugh at you. They're like, no, no way. Like this, this team was oh, awful. This team was, was really bad. Those preseason games, they, they looked really bad. Um, uh, that first preseason game, they looked really awful. Um, you know, it's kind, so, yeah, it's kind so, of amazing how how much Colin Sexton, Sexton has come on the last you know five games or so. He's yeah, really like, starting uh, to find uh, a rhythm. Uh, yeah, so like uh, Colin well, Sexton, right as he pulls uh, a hammy. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Sucks. So, um, uh, so like the Jazz have already already have pieces. Like they're not starting from scratch. Like um, uh, almost everybody totally. thought they were going to. And so that that's a that's a benefit. Um, again, I don't you know. Even though I don't believe this, this is these are valid arguments. Um, that people are made. Like, like all right, cool, maybe. But um, you know, now this is your chance to shoot me down or shoot these arguments down. Like, okay, cool. Like, what are the arguments against? Like, all right, like there's some young talent, but. Mm. There's some young talent, but that that young talent is still 27 years old, 25 years old, um, and and I think that we're really focused. I I've always thought that this year was gonna this this rebuild was gonna be kind of a three year plan. Um, I I have concern that a lot of the players that are contributing are not gonna be on that team in three years. Um, I have concern that we're pushing the tank back. I mean, if you look at the the Denver Nuggets after they traded for Carm or they traded Carmelo Anthony away, they got a bunch of young guys uh, that are all good players. I mean, honestly, in some ways, a very similar package. They got Raymond Felton, Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, Mozgov, a couple picks, and so it was like a, a very similar package of a bunch of good starting level or role players and and. Um, they really fought to be in the playoffs, and they did. And then they got their ass handed to them in the playoffs in the first round. Yeah, they won like then, fifty-seven games in the regular season. They were a regular season titan. Yep, I think yeah. ja- I mean, Jazz Dog is the one that this. sort of like put on the transfer, right? Like you were the one that kind of like made that yeah. comparison. <laughs> and then oh, they, they blew it up. And then they won like thirty-eight games the next year. And my concern is, we do the same thing next year. We have a t- our pick is top ten protected. The only way we have that pick is if we're a bottom ten team in the league. And I don't think there's any way in hell that Danny Ainge is going to let that pick go. So I'm I'm kind of looking at it like, okay, this is cute. This is so fun. I'm having a lot of fun, but like, I just worry that we're setting us back a year. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna get a worse a pick year, and a loaded draft, year. right? And then and so uh, I mean, and like I mean, people keep saying, oh, well, the Jazz have you know, not to call the beat writers, but there's some beat writers out there like the Jazz have a lot of bites to the apple. They have three picks in this draft, and like even though this draft, I mean, we've heard gonna be. You know, a, a lot deeper or you know a lot stronger than some previous drafts. I mean, we can see it. We can see like Victor and Scoot are, are already getting play. Like last year, um, uh, totally. Whoever the t- whoever the top two picks were working the same kind of pub. Like, I mean, the people who watch this game, people who understand this game, understand that there are prospects out there that look a lot better than they've had in the last few years. Um, I. My problem with that, though, is so like if you look at the statistics over the and and eighty uh, two games dot com has mapped this out. If you look at if you look at the statistics, the fifth pick in the draft has a sixty percent chance of becoming a star. Now go down to like the eleventh pick has a fifteen percent chance of becoming a star. So it's possible, and that's what everyone keeps throwing in my face, like. Jonas was picked here, 15, and Rudy right. was here, and and, and those right. are that's true. You can get a star with those picks. It's a hell of a lot harder to do that, and so that's yeah, my concern. Right. We're we're making it really hard for us, and, and so that's where I'm nervous. I mean, the other argument that people throw out is that we have all this ammo to go trade for a star. I, I also really get nervous about that. I, I don't think that top 10 guys really become available very often. And if they do, I don't know how often they are willing to be traded to a place like Utah. Right. And that's like, just like, the reality. 
Yeah, we yeah. talked about this. Like Kevin Kevin Durant's not going to open up his trade um, window to go to Utah, right? Um, yeah. And and I, like I mean, we talked about this two or three pods ago. Like the guys that you can go get are sort of damaged assets in a way. You, maybe Jamal Murray, but Jamal Murray is not a top. He's not a top thirty player. Like you, you like it, and and the, even yeah. like okay, the the one star I could see kind of pushing for a trade over the next year or two is Luka Doncic, and, and when I say star, I mean superstar, like oh, carry you yeah. to the playoffs type guy. But like, does Utah really get involved there? Is that really is he really uh, going to be pushing and, to come and, to Utah? Like like Luka could, but like it's, it's so hard to get those guys who are on rookie contracts like. They're going to sign their extension, right? Like, your, your best test scenario is, is this, if you get them in year five, like Donovan Mitchell. You know, yep. they're, going to, they're going to sign that first contract. So, you know, they're not going to hold out. You know, those guys, you know, it, it's very – I can't even think of a situation where a top 20 player decided to hold out and, you know, get through restricted free agency and all that crap. So, um, exactly. I, just, I, I don't see it happening. But um, – but yes, so um, uh, go, going back to your example about the 15th pick, right? Like, be honest, right? All right, so um, Jared, uh, you know, you don't know what I'm doing. Give me a year from 1998 to 2022. From 98 to 2022? Yeah. Um, let's go 2011. 2011? Your 15th pick was actually Kawhi Leonard, so that actually worked out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how about you, uh, Jazz? Let's go 2009. 2009, just two years earlier? Austin Day. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 Austin Day, how many years did he play, right? Um, uh, you know, let, let's go one more time. Uh, uh, Jared, another year. Uh, 2015. 15? That's uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. Solid player, but, you know, not he's not he's not Kawhi Leonard. He's not Giannis Antetokounmpo. But that's, uh, one more time. in a lot of ways, a good pick for that type. I mean, yeah, if exactly. you get a contributor and and after the lottery, you're you're winning. But we're, we're talking, yeah. but like, again, we're talking about superstars. We're not talking about contributors. You can get, yeah, I think the Jazz. We've got a lot of contributors right now. Right, right. All right, give, give me one more, too many contributors. One more year, uh, Jazz Drug. Give me one more year to kind of uh, let's round us go two thousand five. 05 was Antoine Wright. So thank you, John Jargon, for picking some of the worst people on this list. I, there are some good people on this list. I have a skill for that. So Yeah, there, there are some good people on this list. Like, um, uh, you know, there, there's Giannis, there's Kawhi. But then, again, Austin Day, Antoine Wright, uh, even like Robin Lopez, he's had a good good career. Um, uh, but you're very unlikely to get those two those superstars. They're just not, yeah. you know, like, you're, you're going to miss on that dartboard. So, yeah, so people who do argue, like, well, you can find them at seven, or, if it, like, you can. Totally. It takes a lot but of luck. A, takes takes a yeah, lot of a, luck. It's a, yeah. at the 15th pick, you're talking about a 10% chance of finding a star right. versus a 60% chance in the right. top five. And, and and how many, you know, how many years? And the floor go? is right. even crazier. Like, the 15th pick, you have a 25% chance they're a complete bust. Never play. How, how many years do you have to give Austin Day or Ronnie Stuckey or Antoine Wright to like to show? Even Al Jefferson at fifteen had a really good good career. Uh, I don't think he ever made an All Star game. Yeah. Or did he make one? Yeah, they, I, I don't know. Like like he was fine. He was good. He was even good, but he was not good enough to lead the team to a championship. Um, the, and and, the and other, that's really hard to find. The other thing that's starting to worry me a bit with those picks. 
we have three picks coming in. That's a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's three players we have to add to our roster. Spots. We have to figure out roster spots and how to get them minutes and develop those guys. And currently, yeah. we've got a ton of guys. We've got a ton of 27-year-olds. We've got a 31-year-olds. A lot of these older players, 25-year-olds, that are better players and are going to play better for now. And so I, I get a little concerned, too, about trying to develop a a rookie point guard when you've got Colin Sexton and Mike Conley and all these guys on the roster. And so let's, let's go to another point where I'm wrong about, or I could be wrong about um, where I, I don't know. Like, I mean, who's the, do we agree that Lori Markin is probably the Jazz's best player this year? Totally. Um, and yeah, I, I think he's likely, I think he's a good second banana. Like that's, that's awesome. But if I were to redo the NBA and do a draft today, you know, he would not be in my top thirty players, but Definitely he's close. Not. Top top forty players. Like, I, I would love to pair him with somebody else. Um, really good. Um, the problem I have is that top thirty again. Top thirty. I think Demontis Simonis, or I'm sorry, a top forty. Like it's a Demontis Simonis type player, Julius Randle type player, type player. Those guys were all stars. Those guys can be good. Those guys are good. But the yeah. problem is that I don't know if those guys. I don't know if you want those guys to be your number one leading you. To a championship for the next 15 years i mean a really interesting exercise is every night take the players from both teams throw them into a pool and start picking out who you would draft and see the order when does yeah. the first jazz player come off the board and frequently the first jazz players coming off the board the third or fourth pick i mean yeah that's i mean just where they're at. And, and and that's okay like the things that you can be the problem is that that can make you good. You can be a good team. You can be, but like to me, being good is just is just being mediocre in the regular like, season. <laughs> yeah, like the Jazz, you might even like surprise somebody at the fifth seed and win a first round. But like again, the the goal is to win a championship, right? Um, and I'm just not having fun this season because I feel like you know if the Jazz were really bad this year, their ten year future could be um uh, would be really would be much brighter having a top five draft pick this year as opposed to mm-hmm. waiting till 2025, 2024. Um, but, you know, again, this is the Is Who Wrong podcast. Um, uh, do the Jazz have legit superstars that I'm not seeing? I, I think you, you need somebody like Mark to try to make this point, like to argue against you, because I... <laughs> I kind of agree with you too much, and I'm having trouble coming well, back to your point. Here, I'll, I'll make an argument. I, I think the Jazz do have a star, but I don't think it's a player. I think it's Will Hardy, um, mm. and that's been very apparent to me, like, really quickly, how he's elevated himself to become a great coach in the NBA. And so I think they do have a player a, – a, uh, an asset that can really asset, help elevate them. Yeah, and, and so that's exciting. And that's something that every game as I'm watching gets me excited and helps me uh, really stay on course and enjoy this is, is that the fact that we've taken a coach that, I mean, he had a roster that was basically a, the island of misfit toys, a bunch of guys who don't know how to pass, and he's turned them into this. And, and so that's really impressive. So I think... If if you're asking where does the Jazz superstar, I think it's Will Hardy. And um, uh, for those of you wondering, I think um, uh, Jared is going to Narnia, so that's those were the sounds in the background. There. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, like, Laurie Markin, like, I mean, Laurie Markin in the first 10, 15 games of the season looked like an all-star. Like, like looked like he's a legit all-star. Like, the guy was doing double-doubles. He has range. He can shoot outside. Um, uh, he, can, he can score. Um, uh, you know, like, we've seen him score, like, you know, he scored 23 and a half, um, uh, not, you know, a couple weeks ago. Um, and, the, again, Will Hardy, is uh, to Jab Jarvis' point here, is that Will Hardy is... is Looking like he's a legit. I mean, in just a couple weeks ago, people were thought, you know, coach of the year, right? <laughs> people were were clamoring like he's going to be in the coach of the mm-hmm. year competition, and he still might be. Uh, so the Jazz, you know, like I, it's not traditional superstars, but you know, may, maybe Lowry Markkinen is good enough to, to be your number one. Um, and then you know, in, uh, the other young asset the Jazz got was uh, uh, young Colin, uh, young bull Colin Sexton. Um, He's coming on. He, he's showing flashes. Like he can be a really good player. Uh, my 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 coworker calls him him. I don't know if he's him or not, but um, uh, he could be. Like he, he's had he's had some he's had some flashes. Like, this is, is is him yeah. like Jordan Clarkson two point Because maybe, but like <laughs> yeah, that's uh. That's trust, trust me, I, I I've had that conversation with him already. Like like if he's him, there's there's I think there's eighty him in the league. But, yeah, there's um, a lot of him. <laughs> yeah, he's a great asset to have and. And right. his contract's awesome, so I'm excited about him. Yeah, but he's um, not carrying you to w- to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, not yeah, not, you not a Steph Curry like, him. I mean, that's the thing that we 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 yeah, like I mean, unfortunately, I think you know if they're not them uh, at this stage of their career, like I know it's early, but I mean, you know, you could tell some of these guys, you know, Kevin Durant, LeBron, those guys who were him, you know. You, you you saw it very early in their careers, but these guys are still young, 23, 25. Um, so the Jazz, you know, you know, maybe the Jazz don't need you know the top ten superstar, but you know, having a bunch of if they can get three top twenty five guys, if if Lloyd Marketing can get make a leap to top twenty five, if Constance makes a huge leap, I mean, I'm not saying it's possible, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it is unlikely, but you know, it's in the realm of possibilities that. Carl Sexton somehow makes a top 25 leap. And then you draft somebody who, again, you're not drafting Giannis, but if you draft, you know, an Al Jefferson type player and, you know, Cole Anthony is, is also a fifth, uh, 15th pick. Um, if you draft someone in that in that realm that, you know, is really good, that it could be another all-star, another top 30 guy. If you have three top 30 guys, that could that could make a difference. Um, Definitely. You know, I mean, the Jazz, the Jazz showed it when they had, I, that's what we did ago. last year or yeah yeah donovan rudy and like Boyan, maybe yeah so Boyan. so you, you you can you can see it you know there's you know again this is the if i'm wrong podcast um but yeah those are the, uh, good points even though like the three of us are kind of on the the pro tank and you know every every win and loss kind of feels the same for the Jazz right now it just kind of puts them right in the middle of the pack um there are some arguments to be made uh, I don't know. I don't think they're bad arguments, but there are arguments out there that could that you know you can say, all right, cool. This Jazz team has a chance um, uh, with what the people and and not many teams have you know a, you know eighteen picks coming up in the next three years or whatever it is. Absolutely. Um, you know they they still got some. You know they they could get their pick next year. They might they they might lose. They might have it. Twenty twenty five. They'll have a few picks. Twenty twenty seven. A few picks. Twenty twenty nine. You know, so there, you know, a lot can change in a couple of years. Like Donovan and the Cavs are looking good right now, but in twenty twenty five, you know, things can change. Uh, the Wolves, he the Wolves, free uh, agency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, free, yeah. I mean, it is, like I, I will say this though: the Cavs continue doing what they're doing, and the Knicks continue doing what they're doing. Donovan would be yeah. a fool to leave for New York in, in two years if it, if it looks the same uh, as it does now. 
that uh, RJ Barrett contract is not uh, not looking that good. Uh, so, Jared, we're gonna let you go, um, uh, and then uh, Jazz Dragon. Let's um, uh, let, let's do this is the, the part where we kind of talk to you. Like, um, uh, you're one of the many Spencers that are on the Jazz Twitter sphere. Um, uh, I am one like, of the, the the yep one of the replicas running around. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many of you guys but uh that's cool like um uh, so uh you're the guy who does the tankathon um you were telling me before this like you had an old twitter account you used to be you used to be more famous but uh you decided to, to, um, uh, <laughs> to go for a life of uh obscurity i'm uh, trying to fade yeah. in the limelight uh what was that about so what was your old twitter yeah so uh, it was um it was jazz jargon as well i, I revived it but uh gotcha. i i uh I did some blogging, whatnot, for Torn by Sports and Salt City Hoops, and and some of those things was was uh, credentialed covering the the stars. Um, and so my who, who my did you cover account, on the stars? Who did you uh, cover? I the was stars? there. Like, who was there? Uh, let's see. We had the that that was the game. They had Alec Burks coming back for from an injury assignment. Exum played a couple games with them. I'm trying to think of the other guys. Uh, Diamond Stone was a big one, which was uh, just Stone. like an all-time NBA name ever. Yes, um, and, or or stripper <laughs> name. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, and and so we had some of those guys. We had um, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Uh, Ball and Boy. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah, Joel Ball and Boy. Yes. Yep. So he Joel, was, he Joel, was kind Joel of the guy. Ball yep. Um, State's uh, finest. Yep. So it was, I covered, it was I, covered him, I covered him at Weber State actually. So when uh, oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a videographer, so I was out there with a lot mm-hmm. of Weber State games when he was when he was tearing it up like as a fre- like, as a freshman, and then yeah, the next couple of years, and yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's kind of fun. Jazz drafted him and gave him a nice little contract for being a second round pick. I mean, you kind of knew that like he was he was just too small to make it, but then he I think he went to Germany after that and, and, and had a pretty good career. So so you were yeah. you were Jazz jargon, uh, but you should have was. You should have the, the Mark Mueller thing where um, he got, you know, because you, you know that story, right? Mark Mueller, on uh, uh, he has, I was Mark Mueller. He was uh-huh. banned from Twitter uh, originally <laughs> because um, uh, he made a death threat. Again, quote, unquote, death threat. Paul, to Paul a, the Lexi. Somebody, uh, Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, so, yeah. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. But um, uh, now, now Mark Mueller, a huge, huge Elon fan because uh, Elon brought his... Uh, uh, brought his account back. So, <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so, I, I, I um, delete. So I had that account. Uh, was I also hosted? Um, I I did a jazz Twitter basketball pickup game every week, every Saturday okay. that I hosted for like six years. Um, got to meet a ton of really cool people uh, through that. Got to play basketball with a lot of like big name bloggers like Kevin Pelton and some of those guys. Um, oh, okay. and, and so that, that was really fun and did that for years. Uh, and then I kind of hit a crossroads and, and for anyone like who doesn't know, like <laughs> there's not a ton of money in, in like sports media and, and, and I loved it, but I was kind of looking in two different directions and said, you know, I, I had a budding career in real estate and uh decided to kind of throw myself into that and my family and just uh deleted twitter for a year kind of went off the grid and and then uh came back kind of more low-key which is which has been really fun i frankly enjoy it a lot more uh (laughs) it's it's much more chill 
people aren't asking for your opinions anymore. They're like, oh, who's this loser? Who's this nobody? Exactly. Not, no check. This Twitter blue account. Who is this? This guy has nobody. a picture of Colin Sexton. What is he doing? <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm, uh, well, you know, welcome. You know, uh, it is that you, you are one of my favorite followers. Like, you, you, you pretty even kill. I appreciate um, that. And, 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 we, and we do have, like, some similar thoughts. Like, that's why, I, I, like, it just is, at the beginning of the year, I was going nuts. Jazz were winning so many games. <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, yeah. I was so mad, just so mad. I'm, I'm still mad at the Jazz team, but now I'm like just over it. Like I'm, I'm just done with the Jazz team. And like people were like, "Oh, are, like are you being serious?" I'm like, yes, I'm being serious because, like seriously, my, I I planted my flag so far on the pro tank side that every win was just like, "Oh, guys, like what are we doing here?" You know. And so I, I needed people to like vent to because uh, even totally. people pro tank, they were yeah, like like people were just like, "Well, these are really fun games to watch." I'm like, I get it, I, I understand, but. I'm thinking about a 10-year plan, not what's happening this year. And, well, um, and that 10-year plan, everyone started changing after 10 games. And that, yes, that was I, what was maddening to me. It was like, uh, wait a second. Like, <laughs> right before the season, everyone right. was on board with this. And yeah, then I knew that was going to happen, too. I, you, win, I knew, you win five uh, games, and it's like, no, nope, we yeah. need to go trade for John Collins and get right, everyone yeah. here. And, my oh, gosh. Worst nightmare. Oh, my God. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, I knew this was going to happen, too. I was like, yeah. guys, like we, we have a plan and like we're we're very and the, the, that's the problem is that the Jazz right now, like we're gonna see in about a month or so about what the Jazz are really gonna do. Cause like again, if the Jazz want to go for it, the Jazz think they have something. Like I'm not I'm not NBA Scout, I'm not Danny Ainge. If Danny Ainge or and the management think that, you know, John Collins, like you said, John John Collins can make a difference for this team, okay, you know, let's go and make that move. Um Yeah. You know, or, or I make think or make the move, trade trade Malik Beasley, trade Mike Conley, trade Jordan Clark, like you know, Olenek, ma- make yeah. the moves, like like do something where you can, you know, like it's just frustrating to see that they might not, they they might just because to me the people there, there are people out there who are like, oh well, you know, we expected them to lose, so anything that anything I'm uh, they're doing right now is just kind of kind of gravy. Like I'm cool that and to mm-hmm. me and I I don't I don't be disparaging, but like like that's just such loser talk. <laughs> like just like oh whatever oh, totally. happens, I'm cool with it. And I was like, no, like there should be, a, you should have, like, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to tell people about a fan. If, if, if your fandom is, you, you're really enjoying what the Jazz are doing, great. But for me, for me, the future, like trying to figure out what the future is, I think you need to pick a side and like say, all right, cool. Like if you think tanking is better, if you think, um, uh, if you think winning is better, you know, the Jazz need, the Jazz right now are just sitting in the middle and it's so frustrating to see them just be in the middle. And I hate the fifth seed, you know, I, I hate it, hate it. Well, the thing that's going to be really interesting come trade deadline time and everything is I, I really wonder, I, we haven't really heard where Ryan Smith is on this. I, I think right. if we look at the history of Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is ruthless. This mm-hmm. winning streak means nothing to Danny Ainge. He has a plan. I hope so. He wants to so. do what he wants to do. <laughs> I can't say the same thing for Ryan Smith. And frankly, if I put him in his shoes, or if I sit in his shoes or his backwards cap or whatever, we sit there and we're <laughs> like, okay, he had this crazy disappointing season. Everyone was pissed. No one had fun. Team was getting Nobody. rude. And, Nobody uh, had fun. and then this happens. I can see how he's like, no, no, no. We need to like feed off this. Right. Uh, so I, uh, I don't totally boy. blame him, but like. I, I it'll be really interesting to kind of see who wins out comes because I I still think that Ainge has that same mentality. Right. I, I have a hard time like, thinking twenty games changed everything. 
Yeah, so that's that's the hope. We'll see. Cause like, um, uh, the Jazz use their twenty games to kind of see. It. I was like, oh, guys, you guys need to make a decision way before these twenty games or twenty five games now. So, um, so re- real quick before we go, um, uh, we talked about so you know, Chris Hines or somebody tweeted out that Rudy Gobert stayed in the locker room yeah, last night. Uh, oh yeah, Jazz win because uh, yep. yeah, Ooh, cool story. Like Rudy Gobert just you know may not have been. The most offensively gifted player to the Jazz ever had, but uh, just seemed like he was a really, you know, uh, really yeah. um, genuine person, um, uh, a player. Like so you don't always get that with athletes, right? Like you know, there's always a lot of PR, a lot of stuff that they do. But Rudy, you Gobert, get the Haywoods. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, the Gordon Haywoods. Um, but uh, you, you got Rudy Gobert, who's and and you know the Jazz with that big room against Golden State. Minnesota coming in um, after a big win, you know, Rudy Gobert, a, a game-saving block. We've seen that many times before. Uh, first time in a, in a Wolves, uh, Wolves uh, uh, jersey. Um, and it's going to be, gonna be you know, obviously great. Going to be really emotional, really cool. Uh, but um, uh, we also talked about, like, you know, young assets that might become superstars. I mean, a lot of people are comparing Walker Kessler Ranger. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm finally saying it right. Walker Kessler to Rudy Gobert. Yeah. <laughs> which is sort of it's, lazy i think uh um, yeah it's totally lazy it's just comparing the last player at that position right because right, they do right. something I mean, similar right yeah like they block shots right so they're, they're big yep. and uh, walker kessler i think i'm uh, pretty impressive like i'm a, a, a piece that again like the jazz got some pieces that a lot of people didn't really know or um uh you know think we're gonna be and he's definitely one of them he's super young Rookie contract, um, uh, you know, he, he the, with that Rudy Gobert trade, they he was described as that that fifth pick, right? Because um, he was a first round pick. Um, yep. I also thought it was a, a bad analogy, but uh, he turned out to be really pretty good for the Jazz. Uh, and yeah, the, the, that Rudy Gobert comparison, though, just like they're different players, though, you know. Like, yeah, they, they I, do. I have a hard time with it. So that first of all. People are kind of forgetting what Rudy was when he came out of the, into this league. He was super raw. He was like bone thin, um, mm-hmm. and and he had never played anywhere near this level. And so it, it was always going to take him a while. And then I start to see people like comparing Kessler's rookie year to to Rudy's, and it's like, guys, like, yeah, and Kessler's been playing at Auburn. He he's been playing against high level competition. He's been playing AAU, like he he he's been playing this type of level. Like I think that's a really cheap kind of unfair comparison. And my problem with right. that is I I hate putting like I mean Rudy Gobert is a Hall of Famer, uh, and I hate putting those type of uh, expectations on rookies that have played twenty games. Like all it does, I feel, is is get fans pissed off at him later down the road because right. they're like, oh, he's now. Right, Rudy's path is uh, just you know not not taken by many. Like he he was in the G League for a while. Again, he had to put in a lot of weight. He had to learn a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and um, and he also had a coach who really knew how to get the most out of Rudy Gobert and really teach him. And the the Gobert effect is real. Like you know, Minnesota fans are starting to see it now too. They're like, oh wow, they're like stuff that doesn't show on the stat sheet, right? Um, and Walker Kessler is good. Like I mean, he show, I mean the, he he's a big, but. There is something about Rigo Bear's um, presence that like makes defenses really think twice about that that area uh, to go yeah. inside. So Walker Walker's not there yet. And well, and not, not just there, inside. But... Like 
I think something that people that was always underrated with Rudy is his ability to guard on switches and, and some of those things. He got like one bad Steph highlight got circulated and all of a sudden right. he's like, this guy can't, that can't switch. And, and the reality is Hardy's done a really, really good job at not putting um, Kessler in situations Walker, to yeah. fail. Uh, and so he hasn't been out guarding in space, which is a major issue for him so far. And and, and that's going to be an issue he has to figure out, and we haven't seen that much, but that, that becomes especially prominent in the playoffs. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. over and over again, you can't play drop big in the playoffs and have yes, major success. So. so there's still a lot of yeah. things he has to figure out. Uh, he, he's been great. I mean, if you go back to that trade, or back to both trades, I think we were all exponentially higher in Abaji. Um and Kessler's yeah, kind of yep. yep Kessler's kind of said hey hold my hold, no 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 pay attention to me <laughs> and that's right, great right. that's exciting uh but at the time if we at the time the trade happened if we said hey he can develop to be Jakob Pertle we would have all been like awesome love it Right. And now yeah, it's exactly. yeah. like he can be Rudy Gobert, and I'm like that. <laughs> that guy is a six-time All First Team All NBA, three-time Defensive Player, three-time All Star. Like, ugh, hold your role. Yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, it is a it is a high praise, but it is you know it is you 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 compare what you know. So totally. Um, yeah, but yeah, good old good for Walker. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Jazz have pieces. Um, you know, Jazz Jargon, uh, Jared, and I. We we all kind of are. We're, we're bearish on this team. We don't we don't necessarily think um, uh, this is the team that's going to to be it for the Jazz in twenty twenty five. But again, I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to talk about the other side and 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 see um, uh, mm-hmm. what the what the other arguments are. Um, uh, you know, that's there's nothing wrong with a, a little healthy debate. But um, yeah, this this Jazz team. It's fun. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little. I mean, it's fun for other people. It's not fun for me at all. But <laughs> uh, the Jazz do have a um, uh, Rudy in town. I'm, uh, you know, can't wait to see what the tribute view is going to be. Um, and yeah, so I'm um, out. Like we, we already had um, uh, the, the Jazz already had Boyan back, and they did a little tribute view for him, and uh, that turned out to be pretty good for. I think the Pistons won that game. I think Boyan beat the Jazz. Yeah. So maybe maybe Rudy will do the same. Who knows? So. I, I think um, the Rudy one's going to be less controversial than Mitchell. Yeah, I'll say yeah, that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, which is uh, jazz fans. Uh, there's there's such victim mentality there. Like, like he, I don't. Uh, I, that's 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 different. That's a different episode for another time. So, uh, totally. again, you can follow follow. Tell people where they can follow you. Yeah, so I'm at at Jazz Jargon on Twitter. Follow me. Interact with me. I, I'm there to have fun with you guys learn from you guys get your insights on all of this tell me what i said that i'm wrong like like who was saying tell me why i'm wrong i i love to have those arguments uh as long as it's not tony jones quote tweeting me and having all of his minions (laughs) come after Uh, me which which has happened a lot this year it has i I say that tony's my buddy we play basketball right uh, together so like he's my buddy but but come on yeah Yep, he, he knows he knows the power that he has there, and I'm like, hey, you know, he again, he he's of the uh, opinion that the Jazz's three picks are probably enough, but you and I are of the opinion that it might not be, and that's what we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out in in a few months who's uh, who's more correct. So, um, okay, well, this has been dude. I'm so glad that we got to talk to you. This is the first time on the pod. Won't be your last time. 
Um, so thanks for following me. I definitely follow you, and um, uh, we will catch you on the other side. Um, uh, good luck, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>